just go. Hello, everyone. This is Sandra Radvanoski, and you are listening to the CBH yes. Podcast. Good afternoon. Somebody's coming in late today. Uh, Wednesday, March 1st. Nothing gives me stress quite like seeing the month flip over faster than I was ready for it to. Uh, yeah. Oh, hey. Welcome to the show. Uh, we opened normal last night. Crowds seemed to like it. You know, we did it. It began and it ended. <laughs> I think it's a good production. And, um, I don't, I don't know what I'm hoping for. I don't know what I'm hoping for there. Um, I'm not sure what it is. I don't know if it's, uh, there's like a little bit of the magic missing from me and I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it. I think the magic is there for the audience. It's certainly there as far as I know for the other singers, but I'm, I'm missing a little bit of it. And I wonder if it's not time to retire this guy. I've been singing this old man for uh, 15 years and I'm not sure, <laughs> not sure he's ever meant anything to me. <laughs> It's okay if sometimes it's just a paycheck. Um, I'm in a... I, I, I'm just going to talk about this. I, I'm kind of in a funny place now. Um, you know, we've been doing the podcast here for over two years. And uh, we have, you know, 200 and some odd episodes. And, and I, have a, I have a core of listeners. I have a core of listeners. Shout out to the uh, sweet woman who came up to me... Um, uh, in the opera house during uh, Lohengrin, the Lohengrin opening, came running over to me, CVH, CVH, I listen to every podcast. Very sweet of you. Thank you for saying hello. Anyway, I'm getting into a funny place now, um, and, and I can watch how many people s- uh, listen to the show, download the show, where they're coming from, where they are, you know, and I'm, and I'm able to monitor the, the peaks and valleys of, of listeners, and it comes and goes, you know. I have, a, I have a core of listeners that wouldn't miss a word, and then I have you know, casual listeners, and I have some people just newly checking in. And it's the newly checking in ones now that, <laughs> that are giving me pause. <laughs> and I'm in, a, I'm in a funny place, you know, because I'm, I'm working in the opera house. And, and I'm here to talk. I'm here to, to illuminate what's going on, the, the realities of, of this life. Really, I hope so. I hope I'm, I hope I'm here to, to highlight the realities and that we're not just, you know, flying... Uh, Flying first class and living in luxurious apartments and eating five star dinners every night. You know the the reality of an opera singer is is something I hope that I'm actually illuminating and kind of peeling back the 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 facade of of um, of what's to be believed is common knowledge. It's just not true. Um, what's happening now is that I'm kind of in the line where in, in one, one moment I'm trying to illuminate what's happening uh, within the course of a production and. Uh, at the same time, not air dirty laundry. <laughs> and uh, my episode two or three ago, um, uh, where I described the, the struggle, the internal conflict of, of, a, of a rehearsal space, um, you know, to the point of, of um, it, it's amusing, it's funny, and I think it's, I, I think it's a, a good look. And, I, and I'm sure that I put a, a very truthful and positive uh, spin on it. It, it spins the wrong word. It was just a, a truthful illuminating of, of what was happening. And, and um, <laughs> you people, you gobbled it up like I'm uh, opera TMZ, <laughs> which, I, which I don't want to be. I'm not, I'm not here to, um, 
to throw shade on anyone in any way, shape, or form. This is this is this is an attempt to illuminate the realities of show business. You know, that's what we're in here. We're all in show business, and we're trying to uh, stay here and do it and do it great. And and within that, you have elements of. First of all, you have the room. You have people coming in from all different parts of the world, literally. They have flown in. Some are late. Some are early. Some are tired. Some are jet lagged. Some don't know their music. Some are bored. Some are are angry. Some are getting a divorce. Some are in the middle of uh, of of missing their child being born. There's all sorts of factors that go in, and then you have the the struggle of somebody's musical preferences, ideas, histories. You know, you, you we're all coming into this one space to create this work of art or our version of the work of art, or our interpretation of this beautiful story that we want to tell. And, and we're all trying to, to get it together in one moment. And we're limited, right? Opera's expensive. you got every art form into one here. And so we're, uh, we're, we're attempting to, to do this efficiently. And it's expensive as hell. <laughs> and so we don't have a lot of time. Um, this was a three-week rehearsal process. And when you count days off and and uh, and and folks missing, it was probably you know less than two week rehearsal process. And so that's what we that's what we are are uh, forced to deal with to put the show up. And I think we I think we pulled it off. I absolutely think we pulled it off. Or if you want to if you want to believe reviews, believe reviews. But if you want to believe the only review that really matters to me, which was the standing ovation at the end of the night, and the and the house was very very well sold. I don't I would never use the word sold out. Uh, but we were we were sold we were sold out as far as the Met goes these days, uh, and and that's that's saying something, especially for a Tuesday a Tuesday evening opening uh, of an old production. And so um, I'm very encouraged. I think I think we'll sell tickets hard after this. Can you sell tickets hard? <laughs> I'm not sure. That's the right um, adjective. I was never a, a wordsmith by any by any stretch. But what I am good at is starting a sentence and not knowing where it's going, and and just run it on out. As you all know here, uh, opening went very very well. Like I said, there's some magic missing for me. Now that doesn't mean that every show has to be full of magic by by any means. I don't. This is allowed to be work, but there there's an element missing, and I think it's the. I think it's the hour and a half long break between entrances that's doing it for me. I was very comfortable at this in the beginning of my career where I would have a big break, you know, you'd kind of come out and 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 um and do what you do and then take a little take a little pause and then come back and do it again and and uh, everybody remembers you well. Um you know, the more the more exposure, the more exposure. The more exposure, the more chance you have for uh, for it not to be your absolute best, you know, we no no risk, no reward. So there, there's um, there's an impulse in me to be on stage the whole night, <laughs> like every singer, and their giant ego. We're <laughs> not going to be happy until it's just us standing at the footlights <laughs> with a spotlight and an orchestra just following us perfectly. You know, that's that's the that's the ideal. Uh, last night went great. Last night went great. I'm going to find the magic. I don't know where it is. It's missing. Maybe it's this ugly, ugly burn mark that I have on my head. You'll have to see it. It's very Game of Thrones. 
I don't know Game of Thrones, but this has been said to me five or six times. I, I admittedly have never seen Game of Thrones. I'm not going to see it. You can tell me to see it. I'm not going to see it. I'm not interested in any sort of supernatural. If there's a dragon, I'm out. If there's a vampire, I'm out. If there's magic at all, I'm out. <laughs> but I'm told this look, which is like an ugly burn mark on the side of my head, you know, and it's kind of blended into my wig. It's really gross. It looks like, you know, like pizza. It's disgusting. And and when people see me, they're repulsed by it, you know, up close. And then I asked people in the audience if they could see it. And, and I'm telling you, 30 feet out, they couldn't see They couldn't see it at all. So we go through a lot of trouble sometimes. Fine if you're doing HD, but, you know, for a normal opera performance, nobody cares. Um, uh, but, you know, it's, 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 it's part of that that I think is, I don't know, I just, um, I'm... Um, I've done Norma. Let me count. I'm going to count them. Stay with me. Uh, Munich, San Francisco, Dallas, uh, Munich again, and now and now uh, the Met. That's five times that I've that I've stepped into this, and um, uh, frankly, I just don't care. <laughs> it is allowed to be work sometimes, and I and I and I. I impart that upon uh, the young singers listening. It's allowed to be work uh, as long as you do it to the absolute best of your abilities and tell this story the best way you can. It's okay if you don't love it. It really is okay. Um, plenty of times we don't love it. Uh, plenty of times I, I roll my eyes at the at the concept or the concept, depending on which country I'm in. And, and I'm determined to go ahead and uh, tell the story that, that we need to tell. And so when it feels like work, that's okay too. Um, uh, you know, you don't get any less of me. Certainly I sang my, my, my usual, uh, self, uh, too loud. According to one reviewer, <laughs> I'm going to say this. If you have to get a review that says it was too something too loud is definitely the way you want to go. <laughs> you don't want to hear too self-indulgent. You don't want to hear too sharp. You don't want to hear too flat. You don't want to hear too, uh, 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 too quiet, too soft. If you want anything too, it's definitely too loud. I'm going to go with too loud as a victory for now. Uh, but knowing, annoying nonetheless that somebody thinks it's too loud. I mean, Jesus Christ, the place holds 3,800 people. And the orchestra's blaring. Forgive us for, uh, for using our operatic voices. I swear, I mean, this is um, the old singers that I heard. And I got to hear uh, a good... Mm, I got to hear some of the greats from the 70s and the 80s sing live. Their voices were gigantic. Were gigantic. Bring the walls down. And the thrill the audience got from that is really something. Now, I'm not, I'm not here to say that opera is just about being loud. It's certainly not. Uh, but when, when somebody can sing with power and force and give you a chill up the back of your neck, um, that is very exciting. And if that is accompanied with drama or if that's accompanied with volume, so be it. Um, if you got to be too anything, be too loud. I'm sticking with that for now. Uh, that's it. I think that's it. Probably that's enough. Uh, I love you for listening. You know I do. It's already March, which is giving me agita. Uh, Carnegie Hall just announced their season for next year, so now I can... Let you all know that I'll be singing Bluebeard in Bluebeard's Castle with um, with Yannick and the Metropolitan Opera Orchestra. Uh, not this summer, but the following summer. Summer 24, so write that down. <laughs>
uh, myself and Alina Garancha and, and uh, Yannick. Um, that's uh, that's something that I'm really going to be looking forward to. And uh, until then, I'll be working on my, my first one, which will be at the Des Moines Metro Opera. This is how we do it, right? We do one and then we do another. It gets better each time. That's the idea. Everybody, have a great week. And uh, we'll catch you next time. All right, thanks. Bye. I can't escape it. Never gonna make it out of this in time. I guess that's just fine. I'm not there quite yet. My thoughts are jumping. Oh